Okay, we're up to day number five. Pause the cough. Very merely came Yishitzer Amaim, Sheretz Nefesh Chayo. The word is full of creeping things, of living, of life. Thank you. Um, Fill the waters in the Yamim. So, by the way, see from this passage that Yamim means the receptacle that holds the waters, which is proof from other places. In Malachim, it says Shlomo made the Yamim to hold the water. So, Yam means a holder for the Mayim. So, if you have the Oretz, I hear everybody very good in Hamish. I understand everything would be included in that. Like anything. I guess. I don't know. I think so. I think someone speaks it out. Yeah. Okay. So I want to take, take, take a small point here, and then just to get it out of the way. I don't want to talk about the, the main thing I want to talk about tonight. Firstly, um, we find a bracha over here. First time you find anything more than an act of creation, really. So why does he give them a bracha over here? Why is it that he creates them and he gives them a blessing? That something should happen to them. So you look at Rashi, Rashi brings from Chazal because people trap them. Um, people catch the fish and the birds, so they needed a bracha to counter to counter the kayak that people have over them. So Pasha and we say, I don't think I don't think they mean just it happens to be that they get trapped and stuff, so they're in danger. We've mentioned many times. If you look at the Mysiberatius, so everything is is created and it is, but but um, the living things were given over to people's control. And the next day it says Nasadam Sami So the whole Bria was created that with a kayak of, of Radia that, that humans have this have this power over over the living over the other living things. So other things in the Bria Hashem didn't give to humans control. But the one thing that he gave to humans control He's giving, he's giving the, these living things, giving them the ability to survive despite the human's control. Because since essentially the, the, the control that he gives humans is unlimited, and they could, they could um, hypothetically t- totally decimate them and, and, and minimize them, so he has to give them a bracha to counter that. <coughs> okay? Um, another thing, another thing is that no, that's different about this day is that it doesn't say by he can. It doesn't say Vahichain, like it says about other days. Um, I think the reason is because since Hashem gave them a bracha, so the implication is that while everything else was created and then it continues in its static way, <coughs> the creation of these things was, was Ba'ifin, that the Etzem, that something can happen to them, but they need a bracha to continue their existence. So while other things are, are created and done, here there's a continuous bracha and something something happening all, all the time so it's not the same as Vahichem Vahichem implies something that's, that's done here it was the Pasuk saying it was not done even after they were created they were created in such a way that they could technically have a Kayach over them so, and which they need a bracha to counter that so that's not the Lashon Vahichem wouldn't, wouldn't pass on that okay now I want to talk about <coughs> I want to talk about the Vahivra Lekemes Ataninim Hagadolim very strange Pasuk while the Pasuk just says that Hashem said the Mayim should be full of all these animals and the birds, then it notes one specific animal, that, and it says Hashem created them. 
So the two differences. First of all, the Pasuk picks out uh, the Taninim, the great, the large Taninim, to, to say specifically Hashem created them. And also, that's the Vayivu Kim. While, while the rest, it says Yishu Tzu that the water should give them forth. Here it says on the Taninim Magadadim, it says Vayivu Kim, Hashem created them. And which, as we noted in the past, from the Ramban, in the Maizah Gracious, there's two things happening. Sometimes it's Hashem doing something directly, and sometimes it's saying Taitzia Aretz that the art should produce something, or the mime should produce something, and here... But if you have all arts, it also says the mm, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'll say the were created also from the Rakak. Heaven or... What happened? I don't know. That's up there. From this? From up there? No, I'm saying maybe Yishu to Amayim. No, I'm not. Yeah, right, right. Maybe Yishu to Amayim. Maybe they're reading Yishu to Amayim on the safe also. I don't know. Right. The Anyways, but so here it says Magdam. Okay. So first, what are the Panin Magdam? So Rashi says that Dagam Magdam Shaviyam. That the they're I'm sorry, Dagam Magdam or something yeah. very large. Okay, Dagam Shaviyam, very large um, sea creatures. So let's see. Let's just take. It's very mysterious. The Tanim are very mysterious. So Rashi means another plot that is a Leviathan, but I'm not going to talk about that. But let's talk about if they're just these humongous sea creatures. Very mysterious creatures. Let's look. We're going to look in Tanakh for clues about what they are. I'll read you some some circum. Um, we'll start with the pasuk in Eiv, Parakzayim, pasuk in days. Pasuk says Eiv is complaining about his his treatment by his friends. His friends came and they sat quietly. He was in Torah Tsar. They sat quietly for a long time until he starts talking. Seven days and seven nights. One thing he says, Hayom ani, am I the sea? Im tanin, am I a tanin? Kisosam alay mishmar, that you are setting up upon me a, a guard. So, um, he's saying, am I, am I this dangerous thing that you have to, like, to sit around me and, and protect me as if something's going to happen? If you talk to me, am I going to come out and attack you? So he's saying, am I an ocean, am I the tanin? So the fact that he's saying, am I the yam, that we spoke about a few times ago, that the yam is that, that dangerous thing <coughs> that Hashem holds back. The yam is a dangerous thing. And the tanin, if you read this Pasuk, sounds to be like the, sounds to be the, the dangerous, some dangerous creature of the yam. So the yam is dangerous, and the tanin is the, the sea monster, the dangerous um, creature in the yam. Do you, do you know by... Um when Moshe and Aaron went to Parah, yes, it is. One, 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 and Moshe mm-hmm. Rabbeinu got nervous and he saw that if he would have to lead Klaus to the Tanin, he wouldn't be able to, it would be too much of a, a Midas Adin. So he needed a Nachash that also had, like, it wasn't as dangerous as the Tanin. So, so Moshe is the Tanin then? No, Moshe is the Nachash. No, I mean, the, 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 the Mappa turning into Tanin is, is um, symbolic of Moshe's leadership of Klaus? So no, he was nervous and that's what it was. I understand, but the, yeah. no, no, but either way, you're reading it as the... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a different touch tonight, and I think my touch is more, is fits in the water, so we'll see. Not about the Nachash and the Tanin, that I don't have to chat now. The leadership is Pasha, this is the staff, I think. Yeah, but that, right, but that the staff <laughs> turning into a Tanin is reflective of... No, but it's also that he'd be holding it, it has a Kayach Tanin. It could be, definitely could be. Definitely could be. Definitely could be. Those are related to these. I think it's related. 
I think there's also a word, and you'll see soon in a minute why it's a why okay. it's, why it's no, right, right. Tanin mechol tahimis. Again, there we go. Right. How do the Shemanos Tanin mechol tahimis? Tanin and the tahimis. So the Tanin are those creatures of the time. Yeah, I'll see soon. We'll see soon why why it's, why it fits in beautifully. That should be related. So in the article, kind of the word. I think over there it's just tan. Or something like that, some funny Okay. Set your face on the king of Mitzrayim and, and prophesy on him and the whole Egypt. Who crouches in his rivers. Who said, mine is the river and I created it. I'll put the trap in your, the, the hook in your cheeks. I'll make the, the, all the fish stick to your scales. I'll pull you out of your river that's called the Gassi Yerech with all the fish that can be stuck to your scales. And I'll throw you into the desert. Okay, Okay. so here we have Para is the sea monster. Like the rules of the sea and all the fish stick to him. Paraglana base plus base. Well, again. Benadam Sapanecho. You think you're the lion of the nations. You're like the tanim in the seas. You, you, Togach um, means to um, rip through the rivers, and to cleave through the rivers. You rip, you rip through and all the water follows you. The water follows in your path. And you make all the rivers turn muddy from your passing through. So it's this huge monster that goes to the, that lives, that's like the king of the seas. And uh, he makes tumults in all the, all the waters. And as Hashem continues and says, I'll set my trap on you, and I'll, again, the same thing, I'll throw you into the, into the sud, and all the birds will leave from you, and so on. Okay, so we have the sea monster, and we have Pare being the sea monster. Also in Tehillim, we say the Slichas, Tehillim Ayin Dalad. You smashed with your power the sea. You smashed the heads of the Tanim on the water. You split the Mayan and the Nochal. That's talking about. And after Farat Abazachim, you smashed the sea. That's Kriyas Yamsuf. Shibata Rashi Saninim Alamo, you broke the heads of the Saninim on the water. Who's the heads of the Saninim? It's Pare, the king of the sea. Okay? Um, also in Yeshaya, Parakhav Zayim, also in the Ruah Bam Mitzrayim, referring to him as, as the Tanin. Okay? So that shows his independence within the water? What? That's his independence within the water, the king yes. of the sea? Yes, right. So that fits in. As well, right, we'll get to that, exactly. The power is that Mitzrayim identifies with the sea, as, uh, which is the Mayim, which we explained in the, the beginning Shani. Hashem <coughs> splits between the Mayim Shem Tachasakir and the Mayim Shem Amalakir. There's water above the, below the Rikia, and the Mitzrayim lives on that, 
and there's water above the Rikia, which is Hashem's, which is Hashem's water that He controls, and then it's the rain. So the sea monster is the one that's comfortable in the sea and says, I own the sea. Because he lives in that comfort, the comfort of the sea, the comfort of the so- water sources being the water source of Mitzrayim, being the, the being the sea, who is the identity of Mitzrayim. And therefore, the king of Mitzrayim is like is is Munim Shaltzuratana. So now, okay. So now we have. So basically, like this. So, um, I, what I will not be able to explain is really is um I really won't be able to explain exactly what this, what's so special about the Tan that the Pasik says a special creation about it. And some people say, since it's a very big creature, so the Pasik notes it specially. But I do believe there's also the element of, of Remus going on here, which uh, that's what I'm going to talk about. So try not to hold me and ground me to, to exactly why the Pasik, what the Pasik is saying about Pasha. But, like this, we mentioned already... So you are saying what it is, or you're not getting to what it is? What exact animal it is? It's apparently a large sea creature. Yeah, I'm just sticking with that. I'm going to stick with that for now. Um, okay. So, so the oceans, as you mentioned... Right, some people say it's a crocodile, actually, but I don't know if that's specifically. specific. Maybe it does. It's a crocodile. It's a dangerous thing in the sea. It could be a crocodile. Could be a sea lion. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. Don't see nile, sea lions in the night. Okay, anyways, so like this, so we mentioned as follows, the, ma- the yam is the thing that Hashem holds back. I don't think you were here for that. The Pesukim talked many times about the, the, the oceans having a gvul. Hashem makes a gvul for the yam. The, ya- the water is what Hashem separated from the earth, because Hashem is taking away the waters which are dangerous to life, which are anti-life, and He separates them. You were here? Yeah, okay, but the remark more, right. Okay, no, you weren't here for the main thing, we put it from the second, but okay, but that's the fact. So then, so the waters are dangerous, and the waters can flood, can flood and take back life, which is what happens in the parish and Noyach. And in the water is also this this danger, this creature, which is also dangerous, like the possibly showed in Eir. So the the yam is dangerous, and is in the yam there's also this creature, which is which is dangerous. So that works together with the yam being these, these dangerous places um, that that is separate from the Abasha. And the Abasha is so the right Mahalach, like we said, the Mahalach of, of Chelek Hashem Amor was to get the water from from the Geshem, from the Rukia, the Mayim Shem Al Rukia. The Mayim Shem Tachas Rukia was held back, and in the Mayim Shem Tachas Rukia, there's also these Taninim, which are which are not conducive, which are which are dangerous things. Um, now, okay. Also, this like this is Mitzrayim, like we're saying. This is Pari. Why is this Pari? Because, because like we were saying before, Mitzrayim's source of water was not the Mayim Shalokia, it was the Mayim Shalokia. So that's not the, not the Mahalach that, that is, that's the correct Mahalach that's chosen for Chelek Hashem. Chelek Hashem Amri, so, and Hashem Tuviyas Lechem is always with, with Mata, and that's the whole idea of Eretz Yisrael. So in, so in Mitzrayim, where they're living from the water, that mahalach is, is mahalach of, of, of the yam, of the mahalach of the and the king is, is the tanin. That's why power is always, always the tanin. So that's why I think that, that's why I think um, the, the matter turning into a tanin, <coughs> I think it was showing that Moshe's stick, the stick is, is showing what you hold, what you control. It's saying that he's controlling the tanin. saying, my stick is the tanin, that's you. So you are, I'm holding you in my hand. I think it's the opposite. I think that he's holding the stick is is um, shows 
the biggest control. It's my stick. I move it. I do what I want with it. The stick is you. The stick is you, Paris. So there's a message to Paris. As you find, always Paris is, is, is called the Tanit. So it fits in perfectly. That's Aaron, though. What? That's Aaron, though. Well, but the idea was... Okay, so Aaron, but the, the message to Paris... Oh, so it's not a serious declare, for a second. I'm just trying to say, why does Paris call one office from Tanit? Come in, for sure. Well, the Kliyakim is <laughs> using it to say what his, his control of Kaiso is. Control of I'm saying that the reason why the stick was turning into Kaiso... No, 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 no. It wasn't the Kliyakim. It wasn't the Kliyakim. It was the problem was that he knew in the future he was going to lead Kaiso with his staff, and he didn't want the staff to then have... I see. Oh, okay. So he's not explaining exactly why it was a ton. That's not what he's talking about. That's not what he's talking about. what it is. Why I see. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Fine. That's, that's not steroid. Oh. Okay. So now... <coughs> okay. The other thing is the Pazik says that they're big. Tanin Magadayim. The other thing in the Bria that's big, that the, the other thing that's big is the Ma'iris, the Ma'iris Magadayim. <coughs> now, size and Gadayim is a big theme. Should find for apparatus. Um, I hope I could give this over and show this to you in a second. End of the passage, we have the Nephilim, the giants. Okay? The giants are put together with um, with the hate of, of the Dharamalo. Pasuk is noting that they were giants, noting their size. Those giants. Those giants, according to Chazal, those giants, the Pesukim say, we're in, we're in Eretz Canaan. The Ragim go to Canaan, and they see Aram Gedalus of and the Elide Anak. See the giants. Okay. Um, in Noyach, in Noyach, you find Pesuk notes that uh, after the Marvel, Pesuk came up. In Perik Yud, Pas Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, it says that Ashur left, not Ashur, I'm sorry, um, Nimrod, <coughs> who was the king of Babel, left Babel and went to Ashur, <coughs> and he built Nineveh, and Resen, Nineveh, he, Yeragadayla, the large city, Yeragadayla, you find also in Yaina, Nineveh is called Yeragadayla. Um, the Dara Flaga, who was ruled by Nimrod, we'll get to all these Pesukah inside and you'll see how this follows as a thing throughout everything. Nimrod, the king of Babel, said in Perakid Aleph, Havol Nivlodon Uir, Umigdol Varesha Bashamayim. Let's make a tower, a humongous tower. It's head in the sky. Um, okay. So, the uh, this, this, this size is always held up as, as a natural thing. The Zayr Shacham is, is Ashur and Nimrod the Zayr Shacham, so he does two things. First he makes Babel, first he makes um, the, the, the Migdal and Babel, he wants to make Yagdala, and then that falls apart, he goes to Ashur and builds another Yagdala. Nebuchadnezzar is ultimately king of Babel, and he has, an, he has a dream that he's, this is in Daniel, he has a dream that he's that he's out with the with the animals in the field, and Daniel tells him the pressure is that <coughs> that Hashem that Hashem's going to turn you into an animal, and you're going to live in the field for seven years, and this rain's going to fall on you. If you don't want that to happen, so he advises him, gets stuck on, and and Hashem will have a So he does that, 
Pasuk says one day he's on the top of his palace and he says, Dohi Bavl Rabsa, this is the great Bavl that I created, that I made. Um, and that's when he gets his Einish and he turns into an animal. So always making, making large cities and size is always held up as, 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 a, as, a, as not what Hashem wants. But I thought he but then but then he was on his roof and he said Dali Bal Rab said that I made so so basically he's saying he's taking he's taking credit for something. And size is always when you make something big you're trying to make yourself big, you're trying to take credit for something, you're trying to show your own kayak. Mm-hmm. That's always held up as a bad thing. So <laughs> I have to hopefully we'll get to the end, I'll show you this in the Psukim, it's my it's maybe in the Psukim might be at this point it might sound like maybe, maybe not, but you'll see in the Psukim. In the beginning of Lech Lecha, so Avram... It's like a worse like, like tikkun for like, something in that position, because then you bite again and feel like you're like, you know, you're a human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, Avram is told in the beginning of Lech Lecha, V'eschel gadol, v'arechel v'agadla shmecha. So Hashem is going to make him to a gadol. So contra the fact that the Dorach Laga, they, they said, Nasalonu make the Rosh Bishmaim, we'll make ourselves big, but Nasalonu shame. Hashem tells Avram, I will make you big and I will make your, your shame big. So when Hashem is making a person big, that's fine. Which when a person's out to for size, that's no good. When the Bukhanetzah says, this is bubble, the great bubble that I made, that's no good. When, when, when Ashur, when Nimrod goes and makes a Migdal, that's no good. When he goes to Nimvei and makes an Iragdala, that's no good. So when Hashem makes big things, when Hashem makes a person big, that's fine. Like the Pasuk says that Hashem, Meshit tells the Yidin, Loi mirubchem mikolam, chashak Hashem bechem, mikolam, mashkiatim ha'ma'at mikolam. That the Yidin are not big was the Maya. Size is always held up as a bad thing. Um, so now here we have the Tanim Hagadolim, and the other thing we have in the Bria is the Ma'iris Hagadolim, which fits in perfectly because, like we were saying last week, that the Ma'iris are the Mahalach of, of the nations that are self sufficient and don't need to come on to Hashem. Self sufficiency is size, it's, it's, that leads to size, leads to making big things. And taking credit for that. So that's why the Pasuk stresses the size of the Ma'iris and the size of, of the Tanina. Okay? Four? Fine. Um, okay. Okay, now we'll start talking. I don't know if we'll have time. And this is. It relates to what uh, we were saying last week, it relates to this, which is what we're saying is a hemshik. <coughs> but it, it follows, it's a thing that happens, plays out throughout the whole Beratius. And we'll, we'll start talking about it a little bit. Um, Okay, so like we said, the Pasuk stresses the difference between Mitzrayim and Eskenan is, is Mitzrayim, they're self-sufficient, and like we said last week from Sadaim, it was also noted that that was the problem and that's what led to the Chatoim, while Eskenan is a Matar Shemayim you come to Hashem. So that's what the Pasuk stresses the difference between Mitzrayim and Kanan, that's what we explained last week, is this happening with the Ma'iris, the two Mahalachim are set up in the Bria, there's a Mahalach with the rain, with the Mayim Shemayim Lurkia, and there's a Mahalach with the inner Shemayim, is the Shemayim Lurkia, because you don't need the there's a mahalach of not needing the rain for the Shemayim, that's the mahalach of, of um, Mitzrayim, of, of Mitzrayim. Okay. So, if you see, if you follow through Apparatus, there's a, a theme, which is, which is, throughout the whole, the whole statement. 
After the Mabel, as we know, the Maisa with Noyach and Shem and Chom, Chom is told, Oru Kanan, Eved Avodim Yel Ochev, Vayomer Baruch Hashem Aloi Keshem, Vihi Kanan Eved Lomi. So, in the setup of the Pesukim, here's where Zarash Hashem gets chosen, that Hashem should be their God. So, Chelek Hashem Amai was started by this Baruch of Baruch Hashem Aloi Keshem. Um, and Chom was cursed that Kanan is going to be Eved Avodim. Then this starts developing with Avram. Avram is the tenth generation from Shem, and he starts developing the, the, the Baruch Hashem Aleike Shem, that's where it starts. Um, so what does he do? What's he supposed to do? He's supposed to go to Canaan. Canaan was the Zarish Shacham that was in Skalo, and the Baruch of Baruch Hashem Aleike Shem was, was, was starting to come to fruition through the Avis and then Behem Shechem Mitzrayim. So the first thing is you go to Canaan, you, go, you start taking over Canaan. The, the land of, of Zayar Shacham is now going to be given over to Zayar Shacham. Now, a major theme here is the Ravs. First thing that happens is the, there's a Rav. There's a Rav in Canaan. Avram goes to Mitzrayim. That's very significant because Canaan is susceptible to Ravs because they need the rain. Mitzrayim, they didn't need the rain. So when there was a Rav, <coughs> they would go to Mitzrayim. Um, they come back from Mitzrayim after the Maish Rusar, which uh, we won't talk about now. And him and Loit, there's not enough room for both of them. So Avram tells Loit, you go one way, I go the other way. And Loit goes to Sodom, like we spoke last week. Because they just had a hunger, and they went to Mitzrayim. And, that, and, and Loit chose that Mahal. He said, you know what? Mitzrayim is better. I'll go to Sodom, which is like Mitzrayim. So they have their own water source. Okay. Again, there's a rav. And, um... <coughs> Isn't it sheriff that all this stuff gone down from the time? No. Why should they expose themselves to, like... Why should he tell Sarah? Why should he tell Sarah to say she's his sister? That's the real question. Okay. And uh, I think the answer, I think the answer fits in with all this. Not legitimizing, because what happened to Pyra? He took her and he got in the gun. Uh, Bekitzer. We'll get into this then, if we get up to there. But I think that there's a halakha that's happening over here, which is that Zarash Hashem were chosen because they're anti-Arais. That's, that's what happened by Chum. Shem Chum. What happens, like I said? Chum was into a rise, and shame appreciated Vaket, recover him up, right? So the whole Bukhira of shame was because not a rise, and the whole call of Chom was because of his arise. So shame was chosen to have a connection to Hashem because he's anti rise. Chom was said, You're not going to have a connection to Hashem, you're going to be Evan, because, you, because you're Shaku in a rise. Mitzrayim um, is known for his arise. Kamai says, Mitzrayim is Asim. Kanan is also known for its arise. Kamai says the same, Kamai says Kanan, she, right? You know, it's not possible Kanan of Achrimis. Kamai says the same, Shashatim of Asas, and Kamai says Kanan, she may be some Shom of Asas. The Zar Shacham. The Zar Shacham followed Chom's path of the rise. So, there's a massive shift going on over here. The Triam is the power, was the power then. It was also the Economical power, which is a rock you went to the time. They supported the whole, the whole you know, civilization there. And there was a shift going on that now Zarah Shashem is going to take over. Zarah Shashem is going to get the Kayach, and, that, and they're going to have a special relationship with Hashem. And they're going to get that Kayach because they're the Hepech of Mitzrayim, because they're the Hepech of, of Zarah Shacham. 
So what happens if it is a rav? He goes to Mitzrayim, and and what what happens to Mitzrayim? The king tries to tries to have a rice with Zayish Hashem, and he gets in the Goyim Gedolim. Presumably, this is something that he did all the time, Fire. But there's, there's a shift going on over here. The first message is the Mahalach of Arias is not going to work anymore. Hashem's not gonna, there's something changing over here. From now on, Arias is not the Mahalach. In Shine's <laughs> civilization society, you live that way, Zayash Hashem is the anti of that. And, and all these things that are happening are chipping away at that. The first thing that happens is the Shine tries Arias and the Zayash Hashem gets in the gun. After that, I go to Avimelech, the king of the Pushtim. Pushtim come from Mitzrayim. And the Pasuk says in Noyach that they came from, uh, that they came from Mitzrayim. Karagir, Pasuk, Yud Gimel, and Yud Dalet. Pushtim come from Mitzrayim. Avimelech was the king of Gor. And again, again he tries to take his wife, and Avimelech gets in the gun. So all these are, are setting the stage, the groundwork that, that Mitzrayim is going to lose its, its that civilization is on a halachim, which is the anti, which is the, the, the expression, expresses the anti rice is now going to be protected. Hashem is, on, is, is making that happen, making that work. Yitzchak was going to go to Mitzrayim, he does, Hashem tells him don't go to Mitzrayim, he goes to, again to Gur, which also landed to Pushtim. And the same thing happens. That's and again a rav. Okay? Why is the rav so significant? Why is everything happening with the rav? Because the difference between Mitzrayim and Canaan is how they live. How the agriculture works. Canaan, they need the rain. Mitzrayim, they don't need the rain. So when there's a rav, automatically, hey, go down to Mitzrayim. It means they were the ones that could support the rav. <coughs> but each time this is happening, something happens along with that, along with the rav, that's chipping away at the, at, the, at the whole identity of Mitzrayim. That's showing that the king of Mitzrayim and the king of Plishtim, who's from Mitzrayim, is, is, is being uh, sent a message that... That there's a different Mahalach starting now. And what's that Mahalach? The Mahalach was Ash Hashem, who what was his original thing that he was to, 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 to Baruch Hashem like Hashem, was the, the non arise and the Chum. The Rav in Yitzchayim? Now, the ultimate Rav. My question was just that, but every time going down there, you were like, when you go because it's a Rav, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you're saying that I need, I need to mm-hmm. be, I need to be um, sustained through the other Mahalach. Yeah, Shriya. right. Right. So, so the question is right. So the question is like this: If, if we could assume that there's some sort of hashkacha um, going on there, and this was all supposed to happen, and if it's in the Torah, it's obviously, yeah. I mean, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it, it's in the Torah. So look, the Torah says they did this. So now we could ask ourselves, why did they do this? Meaning, look at them like every normal people. Obviously, it's a and then we want to understand why they did this. Okay. But if um, if you understand that there's a, a a process taking place over here. I don't think it's far to assume that the others were aware of, of the process. You understand right. what I'm saying? So, Melo, if I'm going to Mitzrayim, it could be understood that that's the Kavanah Hashem, that, this, that something was be happening over here. Okay? And by the way, the Rav wasn't over. He goes to Mitzrayim, he steals his wife, and he leaves Mitzrayim very soon afterwards. And how did he leave Mitzrayim? Either was a Rav, Pashtas, because he gave him Atalis, so he made him very rich. So, 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 in other words, he's going to Mitzrayim because there's a Rav. I mean, Mitzrayim is going to support him. Normal Mahalach, Mitzrayim supports him. But here, Pung Faket, Mitzrayim tried to, tried to chapel with his arise, and they had to pay him for that. They had to pay him because, 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 because they messed him up. What, what's the burden? The burden is that every single time there's almost like it's like a clash between the two Mahalach and the Bria. Right. Like we're being Mashpia a little bit on the other Mahalach, and we're like, we're selling out words. The other Mahalach is getting messages. Getting, no, it's, getting, it's slowly getting messages that. Uh, it's not the way. It's not the way. And, and the world is getting the message. 
Like by the Marcus, it's one year do Kesh Niyashem Kerevar. It's like by the Marcus ultimately. It's almost like I look at the opposite. It'd be like again, like you've seen in terms of legitimizing way that they that they come, went. They have to come to me. So right, this is the way. The way is the time. Look at them. They were in a rub. They couldn't. They couldn't sustain themselves through Kesh Barachol. Right. <laughs> And then ultimately, the, the, all the Yidin go to Mitzrayim, and Paris says, which implies for Arias, like, like Avram told Sarah, they'll kill me, they'll preserve you. It's not just saying they won't kill you, they'll preserve you, mean for Arias. And, um, and what's he getting going? So the same things are happening again and again. And what do we find by the Makis? The Makis happened on the Yidin, meaning there was a message that had to happen. It couldn't just, it couldn't just happen. Because hey, some people will be different. It had to happen in terms of the historically and 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 as part of of societal experience, the message had to get in so that there should be a nation that represents that. It had to be built into the psyche. You know, things had to happen. You couldn't just say, okay, let's just do that. Maybe Avram could have done that, but Avram had to be, serve as the model that Klai Yisrael should learn from, and that the model that the world should learn from, so that they should be able to be this mahalach of of appreciating what does it mean. And not being in Tarais. You understand what I'm saying? So, so now, why did Avram do it? I think very possibly he, he understood that that was the point. That's what I would think. Because otherwise, because otherwise, um, you see, you have to work out in the Pesach. Mashal tells him, Lech l'chol ha'at sh'areka. And then he goes to Canaan. So, was, his, was it over, his travels? Uh... That was the one in the Nisayim. Or that was, okay, so maybe that was in But then, so she should, maybe he shouldn't have left Canaan then. Why is he leaving Canaan? It's not so possible. The Ramban says he shouldn't have left Canaan. I'm like, not going to get into that now. I just want to point out the, the process of okay. it. The details of that, you know, should he have done it, shouldn't he have done it, I don't know. You want to say something? No, is there a connection between the fact that Mitzrayim grew or whatever it is, that there's Makamariah saying that they don't have girls? Yes. Like we said, um, there's two connections. The basic connection is, like we said last week, we said the Pasuk by Stein. So the fact that they have Hashkate, the fact that they have Hashkate Vishalva, led them to the Chatan. So, just a bi- on a very simple level, it means is that if you're living, we're always thinking about Hashem, then you can live in Hashem's Mahalach. Okay, why is that specifically arise? Right, that's okay, a, that's a question. I wasn't asking Rav to... Right, that's a question. I wasn't asking him that. Which one? Yeah, that's not Right, right, right. So what's, the, why specifically arise? No, that, I think there's an obvious connection with Marshall by Rav. You're right. not allowed to have that. You're not allowed to have that. Right, right, no, no, but... There's, yeah, there's also right. Rav is the Hapoch of Chasel and Rachmim and Arise is the opposite of Chasel. Okay, right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, I seem. I seem to be saying. What I'm saying is that the pasuk makes a connection. The pasuk tells us very specifically, Mitzrayim was the hotbed of Arias, and Mitzrayim is also in Mahal. So, I'm saying the pasuk. I'm not necessarily saying the pshat at this point. 
You know, uh, you see the pasuk definitely, the pesukim definitely link it. No, no, I, I was saying that you seem to be linking the pesukim. Don't link the fact that in the time there's not a real in the direct. I thought you were linking. No, but it says by sedaim, it does because it says the chet of sedaim was that, and the chet of sedaim was was arayas. I mean, I mean, the first thing we see about sedaim in the pasha is to take the men, and right, he says give the The pasuk stresses the rov machatom b'shem ma'ayid. The main thing the pasuk stresses is two things: is the chamasachim and the arayas. So. Okay, where else do you see that it has to do with that, specifically that? Um, only, I'll tell you where you see it. You see it because if Baruch Hashem Aleichem Hashem was, was that Hashem is going to have a relationship with the, with the non-Arayas, and that relationship is with Mata. So you see those two things go together. Okay, it could be, no, it could be want, the relationship of Hashem goes with Mata. And why is that relationship? It's because of non-Arayas. Now, love that, that's the name um, I, I'll get to that in a minute. I want, there's something I want to say about that which doesn't necessarily explain it fully, but it's definitely a point. We'll, we'll get to that soon. What is, it, what, what is the connection, if we have time? Okay, now the ultimate Rav, the third Rav, was a Rav that even, to, uh, even decimated Mitzrayim. Right? Even Mitzrayim would have been wiped out from that Rav. If not for Yosef's Ruach um, Kim, like Paris says, Ishash Ruach Kim Boy, saving Mitzrayim. So now, if you understand this process over here as a process of the of of the mahalach of life <coughs> changing from the mahalach of Mitzrayim, which was the base mahalach, to mahalach of living up Yashem. So the last rav is showing the last rav is showing that that the whole kaiyach of Mitzrayim is even the kaiyach of Mitzrayim is going to be meaningless and, and futile if not for the Yosef, the Zayash Hashem, the Ishashiruch Lekim by preserving preserving all the all the Aisha of Mitzrayim. Obviously, there's a, there's a connection between Yosef's preserving the Oshem time and the ultimate Yitzhak's time, but he didn't take the Ruchosh. I don't know the physical connection, exactly how it was connected. Hopefully, that would be Nisbar, but it would be apparent that there's some connection of the Yitzhak's made to point at it. So then, the ultimate end of the process of the Rav is that the last Rav is such a Rav that even the Chaim's has, has the Rav, until Yosef, <coughs> and Yosef takes over the Ruchosh. Now, what was Yosef's big deal? What, what did Yosef have? What was Yosef's Chos? Yosef was in the Chaim, and he had the design of a rise in the time, and he was a And now we're going to say over from Rabbi Levine, points out <coughs> an amazing diag in the Pasuk. Pasuk says, Okay, Paraglamites. The only thing that he kept away from Yosef was his bread. So, so Chazal said, so the Pasuk says that means his wife. But the Pasuk here calls him the Lechem. So Yosef, the one thing he didn't have control of was the Lechem. And he was Ayman and Nisayin, of the sign of Arias of here. And what did he gain, and what did that lead to? That led to Yosef was the one in charge of the Lechem, in charge of the, the two in Mitzrayim. Okay? So, Pasuk is making that connection. I, I, again, can't see why they're connected necessarily. I mean, they necessarily can't see why they're connected at this point. But the Pasuk is showing that, that the non-Arayas, which is the Bechir of Zahar Hashem, was because of that. The ultimate is that there's a Zahar Hashem all by himself in Mitzrayim, and yet he's, keeps that, he preserves his, his Kayach, and that's what makes him take over and be in charge of the lechem of the time. What? Same thing. Right, right. So for some reason it's called lechem, right? 
Okay. So now, just the reason why this is the reason why I want to talk about this this week because it just struck me this week. So it's something very, very fascinating. Yosef's first dream. Okay. Um, second dream. Second dream is <coughs> Sun and the moon and uh, eleven stars. So Yosef dreams that the sun and the moon and the stars are bearing down to him. Why is the dream about the sun and the moon and the stars bearing down to him? And nearer. Because all these dreams are foreshadowing. The first dream is about grain. The grain is bearing down to him. Because it's all foreshadowing that he's going to be in charge of the grain. He's going to be master of the grain. He's going to be master of Mitzrayim's grain. Ultimately. Mitzrayim, like we're saying, is the Mahalach. So this dream is foreshadowing... Um, the guy is going to control. No, this is me. His father is the lechem. So, um, like, very, like, we also you find the sun and the bearing is by Hashem. It's by Hashem. Why did they bear to Hashem? Because Hashem is the ultimate koyach over the sun and the moon, which is also something like we said last week. But they bear to Hashem. You're not explaining why this is Miram's on the brothers. And brothers. No, I don't know why. Yeah, it's also called the brothers, right? Well, so Chari is saying he's putting the brothers in the in the camp in, in the Mitzrayim camp, right? He's saying I'm the only one. What he's saying is I'm the only one could have been who can change it around, conquer. who could conquer it, right? So uh, the brothers' root was Kina, right? Kina was an e boundary, right? That's you're going with e-boundary. I don't know if that's the touch. I don't know if that's really the touch. I don't think it's really the touch. We have to get to Arayas. Arayas is, is throughout, throughout, throughout the whole Barishas. I mean, even the Eitzadas, where it's where all it starts, Eitzadas. First thing is they knew they were, they were Arumah, they knew they were naked. So obviously, the Taivas Arayas has to do with Eitzadas. That's where it starts. And we'll get to it, it will, I think it will all be explained. I'll try to say a little bit now to explain it. But anyway, so that's why I realized that, that, um, this dream of the sun moon bearing down to him, very disturbing dream. You know, you understand why? Because he, he's saying something over here that the whole kaiyus, the bria, that sun moon, uh, he's going to control them, and that's talk of what happened. Because he's the one that made even the kaiyus mitraim. He's the one that preserved them, and took them all for zarah shalshem, which is the not sun moon. So he's like saying, it's like saying I'm Hashem, you know, like the sun moon bad that Hashem, sun moon that to me, because he's the one that's going to bring that to fruition. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm not saying, but. Uh, Okay, so now, so what does the rice have to do with it, with anything? So, with um, with the water. Okay, I was saying bekitzer, and um, it has to be explained more as we go through the pasha. But I'm just going to point out the connections that the minayim and the psukim and the pshat. We'll have to wait maybe a little. The, the pirush of it and why it's like that. We'll have to wait probably for another time. We mentioned way back when, in the beginning, that the water, like we were talking about now, the water, the Mayim Shatach, okay, the water is a dangerous thing. Why is the water dangerous? Because the water is what, is what separates between the Ruach and the Bas. The Ruach and the Kimach was waiting to get through the Mayim, to get to the Basa, to get to Adam, to come to fruition by Yipach Bap of Ruachayim. That's why I, I said all the time I found that the Adgoyin says on Dersaliel. That the Ruach HaLikim, Pazik base is there because it's waiting for the end of the Pasha of Yippah, it's going to go into Adam. What separates between the Ruach and the Basra is mine. And physically speaking, water gets the breath out of the Basra. So at the end of the Pasha, um, 
And won't keep my ruach in man forever, because he's basar. So Hashem saying this mix of ruach and basar, I'm only going to leave for another hundred twenty years. I'm not going to allow my ruach to stay in the man anymore. Who's basar? So what does he bring? He brings water. What does water do? Water separates ruach from basar. That's why it was a model. And that's what the pasuk says in the beginning of Noach. Any bus that has Ruachayim, that's what was destroyed. Again, the Pasuk says, So stressing that the Nishmas Ruachayim that Hashem blew into man, the Ruach that went into Basra was taken away. The Mayim separates, doesn't allow for Ruach and Basra to be together. Because water makes you jam. What? Includes the Bayim as well. Includes the so when you say Ruach, you're included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. But the Pazik says, But then he might destroyed everyone. So that, I guess that's what has to be explained. Right? First he says, I won't keep my Ruach in Adam. That was Xera. But then ultimately yeah. the Behemoth was right? Leave that for now. So Mayim is the thing that separates the Ruach and Basar. Now, what was the hate of the Dora Mabel? Was that they were Basar? Like the Hashem says, they're too much basar. Why are they too much basar? Because of, because they're, because of the chait of arayas. So the chait of arayas is not being noite after the ruach that, that a person is made to have, not being noite after the chilek that Hashem puts into a person, but being noite after the physical part of a person, which like we said from the Ramban, that the Hashem says, Nasa Adam, we will make man because there's two things. There's a chilek that the, that the physical chilek that the earth contributed and there's a chilek that Hashem blew in. If people are, go, go with arayas, so they're being mag belechilek habasa, they're choosing to, be, to act as basa, they're choosing that part of what they are, and they're not choosing to be noite after the ruach. So that's a basic level over here. Why, what, what arises? We'll see more why this stuff arises then. But not now. But anyway, so arises basa and, and uh, not ruach, and not being pointed after Hashem. Okay. Um, just to note, the Pasuk says, I think it's in Yeshaya, that... that uh, about Mitzrayim, Kibisarcha, Moim Besorim, Vizir Masusim Zimasim. Mitzrayim is like, their the flesh is like donkey flesh. Saying that they're, they're not human, they're, they're totally basar. They're the same as an animal. Because Mitzrayim is Arias, and Arias equates with basar with being totally physical. Okay. Totally physical is, we said, is the Mayim. The Mayim is what's used to separate the Ruach from the basar. So those that are totally physical, those that are totally physical, they can have the Mayim Meshavitachasarakiya. They can live on the Mayim Meshavitachasarakiya. It goes together. Because, because they don't need, this is like, uh, this is just, I mean, symbolic. I, I can't, again, I'm not saying, you know, it seems to be a picture that the is painting. I can't explain it. It's, it's just a message. Those that are, those that live with Basar, with Ruach, they don't, they don't know it after Hashem. They're fine with Mayim Meshavitachasarakiya. Okay? Um, those that choose, that choose the Ruach, that means they're choosing what Hashem is giving them. So who are then they live with the Mayim Shemitachasokia, they live with A, they don't have the Mayim Shemitachasokia, the Mayim that the dangerous Mayim that that's a steerer to to Ruach mixing with the Basa, that's kept away from them. And what's like and they live with the motto which is coming from Hashem because they're using the chilik of themselves which is from Hashem. They're not they're not being physical. Not being physical means mean appreciating, recognizing the chilik that Hashem is putting in you. So then you also your your day to day life is also the Mahalach of recognizing Hashem. So partially why that's Arayas, because Arayas is, the Ntia of the Arayas is, is the Ntia of being physical, and uh, not recognizing the Ruach, not recognizing Hashem's contribution. And the way you could live, 
with recognizing the Ruach is if you're constantly living with the Mother, constantly living with Hashem. So it's two things. The Mother is Hashem's contribution, and the Mayim is what the, was, is what decisive between the Ruach and the Basar. Is, is what the, bus, the people who are Basar talk belong in the, in the Mayim. Okay? So that's why... So you literally have to die by it also? <laughs> so nice, right, okay. That's you, how it goes. Right, okay, right. You chose that. You chose that, you know what? It will flood you over. Okay, right. You're too close to it. It's like you're too close to it. Exactly. It's like you want to live with Basa. Right. You want to live with Basa? Exactly. You'll be flooded by it. Right. Right. So the so the point is like this. We you're supposed to choose is to live with the with Hashem, to live with the Ruach and to live with the with the rain. That's the what was supposed to be. Well I said there was a chait of arise, there was a chait of cham. So Hashem was only given to to shame. Only shame is gonna have Hashem as as a lakim. Um Cham won't. So Cham is Cham is gonna be allowed to live with his bosser. Live that mahalach. He won't have the rain. Zar Hashem has chosen to to live up to that mahalach of not being bosser, they were they were given a way of life that they're constantly recognizing Hashem's chilik in them. So that's why Mitzrayim belongs in the, in the water, that's why Pari is the tanin. That's why he's the, he's the king of the Mayim, the Mayim Shemitach Zorakiyah. And that's why Yosef, who's anti-Arayas, ultimately, that's why ultimately, what's it called? Ultimately, um, takes over the time, and that's why Yosef Shavuach Alekim Bay, right? Right, so what's Pari say that? Yosef Shavuach Alekim Bay, this is a man, that's a Ruach Alekim. He realizes that. Right, he realizes there's Ruach over here, there's Ruach of Hashem over here, which is not the power of you know? That's why I think the Tanah. And it all starts together. This is like, right. I mean, there's a deep thing over there. That's why I mean, that's why it's so kapshute to say. There was a whole mahalach of Yosef, and if you say Asher Loyoda, Yosef, to be saying that we're talking about the mahalach of Yosef and not the real Yosef, it's kapshute shal mikta. You know, it's not trash. Yeah. Okay, this is what I want to say. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's all.